gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are so glad that you took the time out of your day to just sit back and relax with us for a few minutes and absorb yet another beautiful piece of information and some wisdom and some knowledge from another beautiful spot in our world. I'm Stacy Johnston, and I'm honored, as always, to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. And how are you today, ma'am? I am over the West Texas wind. I will say that, but other than that, I am fantastic. How are you? I, I am perfect. Excited as always. I, I feel so honored. I mean, just in the last couple of days, I have had the opportunity to travel around the world from the comfort of my living room. And I just feel honored to be able to have been able to do that. We've been to Spain. We've been to Slavia. We're headed to Singapore. We've been to Mexico City. And uh, I'm just enthralled right now and filled with gratitude about how much wisdom and knowledge there is and how much kindness there is all around the world. How about you? I agree. I, um, I think it's really cool that we get to meet these people from all over the world. They do these super cool things that people, you know, here, I mean, if we weren't doing this, I would never have come across these people and never had the opportunity to talk to these people. So I just feel blessed by the whole situation. Me too. Me too. And I love the guests that we get to share. We have a lady with us today joining us all the way from Vermont. So if you're ready, let's bring in Miss Kara Terrell. How are you today, ma'am? Hi, I'm really doing quite well here in Vermont, and thank you so much for having me in this conversation. I already feel so inspired. Well, good. We're glad. We're just glad that you're here. You know, we, we, everybody's got a story, and everybody's taken the journey to become this person that they stand as, and those stories are so much, so many times filled with so much hope and, and so much inspiration for other people, so we just love being able to share them. So how about you kick us off? Tara, who is Kara Terrell? What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you? Wow, awesome. So I am Car Terrell, and I am a Vermonter. I was born here, and I did a lot of education, and I traveled around, and I've come back here. And I founded a company called Core for Parenting. Little people are my passion. They always have been. I'm a teacher. I've been a nanny. I've been in child care. I'm a mom. And I have decided that it is time to share with the world a methodology that feels really true to me for raising human beings who are ready to tackle kindergarten with all the skills they need to find success in school and life. And that's why I'm here. I love that. You know, there's there's an old book out there that says, all you ever need to know you learned in kindergarten. Uh, (laughs) What a beautiful premise that you are. You're working with those kids to be ready at that age because so much of that is true. They've learned so much about people and, and roles and things by the time they're five, right? It's yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, please and thank you, or it isn't. I, I spent about 35 years teaching dancing myself, and you, you can see how, what they learned by kindergarten and how that carries over. So I, I think what you're saying is right on task. Absolutely. So how can people connect with you? Do you have classes? Do you teach people out? Is it just in Vermont? Talk to us. Uh, yeah, so uh, we are not just in Vermont. In fact, I am part of a grower, uh, excuse me, a growing rural community that is going into digital tech so that we can be small people out in the middle of nowhere doing really big things as well. So we are all over the world, and we have created an online virtual village that 
cultivates community for new parents and caregivers who are looking for a place to hone these skills and get inspired every day as they tackle parenting and caregiving. And inside the Virtual Village, we absolutely do have upskilling courses. So if people are struggling with something specific in their home, like sleep or food or communication frustration, those courses can help them solve those acute issues. Um, but ultimately, we just want to be that voice that inspires parents to get up every day and understand that they're doing a big job and they have a lot of work to do and we're there to support them. Wow. How beautiful is that? I, I love the space that so many people are opening up in this world right now to go, hey, come over here and we can help you with that. We can do that together. Um, I've seen the most beautiful space opened up for people just in the last year or so to just accept that we're all in this together, right, and let's help each other out. Kathy, as a parent of young kids, how does that strike you? I was just about to say, as a parent of a first grader and two pre-K children, I am so intrigued by this <laughs> because I think that's such an such an important age and such an impressionable time. Like, I'm intrigued. I am. I'm all about this idea. So, let's take it on kind of a different a different path on this journey that you have been through and all the things that you've learned and the people that you've met, what would you say that your definition of a hero is and who in your life would you describe as a hero? So my definition of a hero is is someone who has the vision to see what's yet to come and uh, the, the courage, and quite honestly, it takes a lot of courage. To, to say that out loud and then take action towards it when not everybody sees it yet. Um, and so this is going to sound kind of funny, but um, one of the truest heroes in my life was born and died before I was even born, uh, Maria Montessori. She, she was a true visionary. She was an educator. She was an Italian doctor. She was a lover of littles of every age. And she created a methodology that was all about raising a whole child, not just a child who knew their ABCs, one, two, threes, colors, and numbers, so that they could go to school, embrace their love of learning, and that really launched them into becoming successful in who they are. And I started my preschool years in a Montessori program. And so Maria Montessori has always been a big hero of mine. Mm, that's beautiful. I, I love to hear the stories of the heroes that have come along, right? We've, we've talked over and over on the show about the social preconception of what the word hero means. And we hear that word and we think of the Marvel comics and, and Captain America and Superman. and these grand people and, and powerful athletes and, and, and the rich and famous. And what we've discovered is that they're those very people. Right? They're this Mary Montessori that came along and changed the perception of the kindergarten education. Their grandmas and grandpas and dads and uncles, and it, they're just ordinary people that came along and did something extraordinary. So look forward. So thank you for sharing her with us. Thank you for sharing her with us. So when you, you look at the journey that you've been on all this time, from this little girl and this mom to a teacher to a nanny to this lady that you stand as with this space open for parents, 
What's one life lesson that you learned in that that you feel like everybody ought to know? Wow, one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can share um, more than one. You've got plenty of time. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I, 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 there's one that really permeates all my work, all the curriculum I write, and quite honestly, who I try to be on a daily basis. And we talk a lot about nature versus nurture. If you're anywhere in the education realm, there's all this discussion about nature versus nurture, kind of documentary style, right, in a real scientific lens. I feel like the truest life lesson that I've learned is that who we are matters a whole lot more than what we do. Mm. Because when we truly know our own nature and who we are, it drives what we do, and then those actions have far more impact. Mm, very true. Very true. So how do, you, how do you model that? How do you teach that to young children? Oh, man, now I'm going to get all fired up. So uh, at Core 4 Parenting, we have what's called, called a dual core development model, and the first core are the core four connectors between parent or caregiver and child. And we cultivate mutual respect, implied honesty, a trusting environment, and open communication. And you cannot do that unless you truly are connected to your own nature and you're taking the time to observe the small people in your life for who they truly are. That's step mm. one. Okay. And step two? <laughs> right, of course. And so once we have this beautiful relationship that's evolving on a daily basis, then we can, then our kids will trust us and we'll trust ourselves <laughs> to recognize where the opportunities are for learning, for the opportunities to develop our social-emotional skills and our interpersonal skills and our physical body control and our cognition. And, of course, 85% of critical foundational brain growth is done by five years old. That's a scientific fact. So if we are able to connect with our kids based on who they are, and then give them opportunities to practice all these skills that they need to be ready to do independent learning in a large group setting like a kindergarten class, this zero to five space stops being the invisible learning years and starts being something we maximize and this gift we give to the children. Dallas, beautiful. As a grandmother of six, and four of those six being under, being five and under. Right? I am totally intrigued by what you have to say and, and by your program. And people can connect with you. This is core4parenting.com website. Is that correct? Yeah. So our website is core4parenting.com, um, and there is a link there to the virtual village. I'll tell you, the village is under construction. It's so exciting. In the next few weeks, we have all kinds of foundational changes to it. But we are uh, we're promoting the virtual village relaunch. Um, but then we also you can just follow us. Follow us on Instagram at core4parenting, LinkedIn with my name Cara Terrell under the 
uh, subject matter expert space, and then also at Instagram, or I think I said that, Facebook at Core 4 Parenting. We post every day just little nuggets to kind of redirect your day so that you can look at things from a top-level perspective instead of those everyday moments that tend to get us kind of stuck. Hmm. Very intriguing. I love it. I love your message, and I love your space. Thank you for that. Cassie, where does that take you again? I, so I homeschool my children, right? So I am I'm really into honing in on their individual myths, you know. They all learn differently. They all like different things. They all do different things. They all express themselves differently. So I am super intrigued by this whole thing. Like I said before, I'm just like, I think I need to be hearing every bit of this. <laughs> well, I am so Pretty glad sure. you brought that up. Because I, I say a lot kindergarten ready, and whether or not this five-year-old walks into a traditional kindergarten classroom or not is not really the point, right? Mm-hmm. Five years old and having a love of learning and the ability to be in your own space and navigate it, that's the goal. And it sounds like that's what you're creating in your your house when you're homeschooling your kids as well, is that they can function in an environment that is really tailored for exceptional learning in all those four areas. That is my goal. You know, I tell people all the time, my my number one goal as a parent is to get my kids into heaven, not Harvard. So I want them to be <laughs> kind, loving, respectful members of society before I am going to worry about whether or not they have perfect math scores. I and some it. people will, will disagree with me, but that's okay. I mean, I, they're my kids, not yours. You can disagree <laughs> with me if you want to. But I just think that makes more productive individuals if they have a solid foundation and you're not so concerned about, you know, ABC, one, two, three, but how do you express yourself? How do you feel? How do you learn? Yeah. I just uh, reposted today on LinkedIn a psychological review that, um, that said exactly that, that in fact the, our focus on academics in kindergarten can be harmful instead of doing the good that we think that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I fully agree. You know, they say if you, if you look at the, the homeschool, when they break down, you know, the suggestions for classroom time for kids, classroom time for kindergartners is like 20 minutes. Wow. That's how much time they suggest focusing on things like ABCs and one, two, three. You know, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Too much after that, it's too much for them. They don't. That's too much. Well, you so. have a very clear handle on this. And but I will say to all your listeners, if you are if you're really intrigued and interested to know more about this who versus what methodology, at the Core Four Parenting website, we have a tab that says free webinar. And it explains all of it in great detail and will leave you actually with a free gift to write your own what I call parenting mission statement. 
and set your parenting GPS so you have this long-term vision of exactly who you would like to raise and what type of individual you want to put into the world as an adult. That's super cool. I love that. Me too. I have this list going over here of all these people I'm going to send this to. <laughs> I, I love it. That's yet another gift I think that we get from this podcast is we get to meet the people that do the, the coolest things, right? And they are so pertinent to so many people's lives that I know. But I have a great time calling people go, you'll never believe I met this lady today. And guess what she does? And I love the connection and putting people together, right? It, it thrills my heart to get to do that. So, cool. again, let's take this in a, in a semi-different direction. If you had a one-line statement to the world to put on a T-shirt as your, your, your mantra, your this is, this is me, what would it say? Oh, fun. Um, I'm one of those heroes that likes to not be hero, right? I like to defer it to the, to the real heroes who in my version are the people who we're raising. I have older kids now. I have a 16 and an 18 and 21-year-old. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we did it. We made it. You're my hero. Um, But if I had to, it would say world-ready kids will change this world. Mm. Amen. I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's so nice. Carl, we have, through this, we have done over 200 interviews, and we have 200 completely different statements. Well, and you have 200 new world-changing things, and that's amazing. We do. It's just the most beautiful thing ever. This wisdom that comes from everywhere is just empowering. There's not one one of these T-shirts you could not put on and just go, yes, I can take this day. Whatever it is, they're just, they're beautiful. So thank you for sharing with that. And, and I agree with you. You know, I get to watch my grandbabies grow up, and they're so fascinated by everything. Everything. They want to know where it comes from and how it works and why it makes that noise and, and what it's made of. And my question is, where does that wonder go? Because as we work with older kids and we work and do coaching and training with, with teenagers and with junior high and high school kids, we're begging them again to ask the questions, you know, and tell them there's room for your idea. Ask the questions again. So where does that wonder go? Um, it fascinates you because you're right. They getting getting them ready is amazing, and I think that's part of the gap is that readiness. Yeah, and I would. I mean, I'm I'm by no means have this answer, but my my response would be to where does the wonder go? It gets buried in the what. So as soon Mm -hmm. as a child enters a traditional learning environment that has its own routine and structure and expectation, and then the teacher, right, your teacher, you know, the teacher has their own routine and structure and their expectations put on them by their higher-ups, all of a sudden it becomes about what can we produce instead of who are we as a group exploring the world of learning. And what can they produce? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, ladies, I, I love this conversation. I could carry this conversation on all day. But we're <laughs> going to be respectful of everybody's time 
and we're going to come to a close. So I would love for our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you, if you have a story that you'd like to share, if you have a hero or want to banter with us, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. Your story matters. Um, we're going to go and, and take our final words. Mine are going to be, Kara, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, and for this young, beautiful population that you serve. Right? I, I, all our lives we've heard the statement that the children are our future. And yes, kind of. But right now we're theirs. And if we don't give them what they need early, then what kind of future have we left for them? And, and I so I, say I, amen. <laughs> yeah, I stand behind that. So thank you very much for your time here today and your wisdom. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? I, I mean, I usually leave our audience with a challenge. I would just like to say thank you for being with us and sharing your knowledge with us. But um, my challenge right now is for parents. You know, how long has it been since you've taken the time to ask your kids who they want to be? Not what they want to be, who they want to be. Right. When's the last time you sat with them and heard something from their point of view? You know, stop worrying about if they got straight A's or if they're on the honor roll or if they have a decent GPA and start worrying about things like how they feel when they get out of bed in the morning and see if that doesn't have a positive impact on your relationship if you're having a, if you're having a hard time with that. Beautiful challenge. Beautiful challenge. So much parenting turns out to be what we decide to put into it. So thank you for laying that out. Kara, we would be honored if you would take the stage Give us the last 90 seconds and close out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today? Oh, wow. First, I echo all of that. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I kind of want to just leave you with some grounding statistics, okay? 42% of five-year-olds in the United States of America test out as ready in these four learning areas. That means 58%, more than half of our population of young kids are not ready to take on those next developmental phases of life. And we are their brain architects. And their brain is most ready to absorb the architecture between birth and five. So parents, nannies, primary caregivers, grandparents, child care workers, anyone who spends more than three hours a day with a young human being on a consistent basis, you have the power to affect their early years and therefore their entire life. Please use it wisely. And if you think that you've reached a level of awareness where you need some help doing that, we can help you.